Yo, what's up, Ben? Not much. What's going on, big guy? Oh, man, I tell you what, I'm, I'm pretty good, dude. Thanksgiving was pretty dope. Lots of good food. Lots of good food. Yep. How about you? Yeah, I'm right, th- right there with you. Love, love Thanksgiving. Smoked another turkey this year. Turned out awesome. Oh, eat, eat way really? too much. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of been my go-to thing <laughs> yeah, in the what? past few years. That's awesome, dude. Dude, my my mom. So we've all moved out of our house, and so like my mom is like, oh, you know, we're not we're not gonna do a lot for Thanksgiving. You know, don't worry about it. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to my my in laws then, and I'll hit you up later. So we call her, my you know, the, the my kids and I, we call her Thanksgiving night. We're like, hey, we wanna call her for Thanksgiving. She's like, oh my god, I got so bored, so I cooked you know four birds and made all these side <laughs> dishes, you know, in case you want something. Like you cooked how many birds? Oh, you know, <laughs> just four birds. I was like, what are you crazy? I was like, Ma, it's just you and Dad and you know my sister and her husband. That's it. Like, what? What are you cooking for? Everybody's everybody's I'll come got over their tomorrow own. And I bring you a bird. Everyone's got their own bird. I'm like, geez, Louise, Ma, like, chill out over there. You know, but appreciate. Shout out to Mom Dukes. Thank you so much for stopping by and always feeding your baby boy. I know my sister would love to roast me on that one. So there you go, guys. <laughs> I say but, great, uh, grateful yeah, to grateful to my mom, grateful to all the moms out there. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. And uh, also shout out to my dad. My dad's pretty cool too. He's over there. He didn't want to come over Friday with my mom because he was like, I got to watch the game, which you guys know what game we're going to talk about. So yeah. Can't fault him for that. So let's, uh, let's kick it off. I can't. I really can't. I mean, you know, hanging out with your son and watch the game or hang out with your brand new TV, your son bought you and watch the game by yourself, which <laughs> option sounds better, right? <laughs> so there it is. But uh, yeah, man. So I want to I want to start off by saying I am thankful for NFL football. I really am because it gives me product to talk about and just rant <laughs> and rant and rant. Uh, so I got to say that's what I was thinking for. Oh, of course, in the World Cup. I mean, how 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 could you go wrong? Got World Cup and NFL on the same day. Like this is uh, I believe it's like the All Stars aligned. The stars aligned for this one. This is never first time ever. I believe. So uh, it'll be the only time, good. hopefully. What are you thankful for, man? I've I've got got so much to be thankful for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm sure we'll get to that segment in a little bit, I bet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But all right. Let's kick it off with uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of week twelve, the NFL, man. So with that said, we we did have some uh, some good Thanksgiving games going on, but yo, the records, your boys over here, man. Cowboys yep. and Giants, was it 40, what was it, 40 million? 40 I think it was 45. million watched the game. Unfortunately, I was not one of them. 45 million? Good gosh. I'm sorry, I wasn't watching that game because my I was definitely face deep in some turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy at my in-laws house. And um, we were in a very intense game, card game as well, so. Yeah, but I didn't, we, we, I heard the game in the background a little bit, so, but it, it sounded like a, uh, uh, your boys did okay after starting a little bit on the rough end there against the Giants. But little four, little shaky to start. Insane, yeah, little shaky to start. Dak threw a couple of interceptions the first half. They kept it close, but they came out in the second half and and did work. So that's good. Hey, got the dub, man. Got the dub. Uh, another thing uh, for the highlight games from that Thanksgiving Day, uh, Minnesota bounces back. That's good for them. You know, shocking that Kirk Cousins did it on a prime time game, but. Hey, a win's a win. I still think they're fake. 
<laughs> I'm waiting for the uh, you know the you know the meme where it's like you know you take off the the ghost mask and it's like surprise. I still feel like it's you know a fake good team for some reason. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just a hater, but I really would like for them to do something. But I'm just like I don't really know if I can trust Kirk. They're 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 nine and two with a plus five point differential. They're plus five. Hey, applause to them. They were plus one last week. <laughs> no, that was the Giants. They're plus one. Oh, it was the Giants. That's right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, another good. Yo, did you you please tell me you watch a little bit of the highlights at least from the Raiders Seahawks game? Uh, I saw a couple highlights, but not much. I think I saw the Devontae that Adams catch. Was an ins- that was an insane game. Now, as a Denver fan, obviously it pains me to say that, but I got to give what the audience <laughs> wants. They want football talk, right? Got to spread the, sh- got to spread the love here. But uh, what a walk off by Josh Jacobs, man! He balled out. Uh, he's what, what's the NFL like to say? Have a day. Three hundred all-purpose mm-hmm. yards, including two touchdowns and that walk off 70, 70 yarder he had. Sheesh! And you know what? I can't even. You can't even like. Give any heat to the Seahawks. They they played a good game too. You know, it was, it was a battle for two good offenses. But life is great for them. Got a decent quarterback, cheaper, and they're about to land on a top five draft pick. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. They should be thankful for that. They should be thankful for that. And then my my favorite good thing of this weekend, um, the Jags. It was so good to see an underdog team finally do something. Besides their mascot being their MVP that game, which was ridiculous. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> yes. That was, that was, <laughs> that was the intense. bad and the ugly from that game. <laughs> that was kind of the bad and ugly, yeah. But, yo, man, hey, USA. He was all on board of the USA train on that one, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. Team Money Lawrence throwing 321 yards and three touchdowns, man, especially the game-winning drive. But – um. Uh, hats off to the Ravens, Justin Tucker, for attempting a 69-yarder. Did you see how close this guy got on that field goal? No, 69 Dude. yards. Yes. Wind at his back, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Dude, it literally was probably maybe a yard short. Wow. Just a, just a hair. Half a yard, yard short. Yep. Because at first he kicked it, and I was just like, no way. He nailed it. No way. And then I saw the referees give the no good sign. I was just like... Oh my God, he is human after all. <laughs> Justin Tucker is human. So that kind of rounds up the good. I'm kind of quick fighting here because I know we got so much to talk about World Cup stuff later um, in this episode because so much has happened. But let me go into the bat. Same with that Jaguars Ravens game. I don't like the Ravens right now. I feel the rushing game is still there, but should we be worried? As a Ravens, let's let's play. Uh, you know, pretend here. I'm a Ravens fan. I'm a diehard Ravens fan. Ben, should I be worried? We lost to the Jags. We didn't look that great last week. Should I be concerned? I wouldn't be concerned. Yeah, you're still sitting at seven four. You're leading the leading that division. You still have Lamar Jackson. I mean, is it time to be worried yet? Yeah. I not yet. No, I tell you what, that man is gonna get paid yes lots of money lots of money so mark jackson if you're yeah. hearing this um congratulations dude good for you that's awesome um but yeah turnovers didn't help them that game either two turnovers you know turnovers can obviously cost you a game here and there but if you're you're lucky 
you're lucky to get a W after uh, losing the ball a couple times in a game. So, but um, okay, all right. So maybe I'm maybe I'm not gonna push the panic button. I'm gonna yeah. save that there, and maybe they'll go back to the good next week. We'll see. Uh, the ugly. Okay, we. I was gonna talk about this, then I wasn't gonna talk about it. I have to address it, I guess. Dude, Denver can Denver get any worse? Like Sam Darnold literally fumbled the ball and rolled into the end zone. And as soon as that happened, I was tweeted about it. And I'm just like, did Sam Darnold really just rolled into the end zone? Unbelievable. Can it get worse, Ben? Please tell me it gets better. Like give me something. Uh, well I'm dying over here. The headline the headline on ESPN is the Broncos just hit rock bottom. So I don't know oh, that it can get no. much worse. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, at this point boy. I think you've got nowhere to hey, go this... but up, maybe. Uh, but sorry. Unlike the Ravens, it's up, time I... to press the panic panic button with the uh Broncos. <laughs> Hang on, let me push it. There it is. <laughs> Three <laughs> times hopefully you hear it. Um, you know, I also I, I did notice this part. The highlight of that game actually was Purcell over there arguing and yelling at um Russell Wilson. I you know, I would love to be a fly on the wall or excuse me, on the bench to hear what was exchanged on that sideline. My guess was was uh Purcell yelling something about uh, hey, can you stop yelling, let's ride? And Russell Wilson was probably like, Yo, yeah, yeah, I got you, offense, let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore, dude. You know, everyone's getting on him right now on social media because he's he's apparently like tone deaf to the situation of just how bad the offense is running, how bad the team looks, and I don't know, man. We, you know what? The, okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to disagree with you, Ben. I think it can get worse because you know what? We still haven't played the Chiefs. We got them twice. Ooh. Well, you know who you guys have next weekend. Yeah. Uh, Next weekend, you get the Ravens. Oh, God. Yes, that's right. Lamar Jackson's rushing attack. So, you know what? Let me me change my bad Ravens thing. Let's move it to the decently good. (laughs) Dude, they're going to run all over Denver next week. So, just to stick on the Denver train for the moment, the next, to finish the season, you play at the Ravens. Home to the Chiefs, uh, home to the Cards, no, at the Rams, no. at the Chiefs, home to the Chargers. Over under a half a win for the Broncos to finish the season out. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna say we get one out. Of, I, I get, we got to get one win out of that. What? You know what? It, you know what? It could even be against Arizona because that's that's another one of my bads. They got problems. Probably your best bet. They lots do. Of, lots of they do. I, the only thing we can hope on is that Call of Duty is having a double XP weekend that weekend, and Kyler Murray has to play in that way. Because, I mean, look at his track record. It ain't good. It ain't good when no. Call of Duty's out. No. So, that's that's my only hope. But here's with Eric. Let me go to Arizona. Let me switch to Arizona really quickly. <clears throat> is it Kyler the problem, or is it Cliff the pro- or is Cliff the problem? What do you think? I don't know. I don't follow the Cardinals well enough to make a make a call there. My guess is um, Kyler's the problem, but Cliff's going to get the axe. 
I mean, you, you did invest what two hundred million dollars into Kyler Murray, so you yeah yeah right. I I think I think Kyler is the problem as well. I mean, the guy guy just. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. The entitlement. I, I don't know. I mean, who who am I? I'm just a guy over here on a podcast. Who? What would I know? But from mm-hmm. from from a fan base, from a fan of the of the sports, that you know, back here, it just seems like that he's never he's never happy. He's never happy, and I feel like you know, Cliff brought in a pretty good offense. I mean, last year they started off fire. They were pretty good last year. I think they won eight in a row before they finally went down the down oh, yeah. the rabbit hole. You know, and people figured out how to beat. You know Vance Joseph's, Joseph's defense this year. They're a little bit better. I mean, actually, it's, they're okay. Didn't help that they gave up. They let chart the Los Angeles come back. You know, two touchdowns down to win that game, which was incredible. By the way, that was insane. <laughs> yeah, I think Kyler Kyler Murphy's a problem. All right, I want to play a quick game with you before we switch gears. You're you're congratulations, Ben. You are now the you are now a brand new GM. For the NFL, you're going to be in charge of all the coaching hirings. So all we're of gonna, them. All of them. Okay. All right. No. So you become you're an NFL general manager, and you I'm going to give you some names. Okay. And as a GM, do you fire them or do you keep them on for another season? Ready? Here we go. First go. one, Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona. Keep. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm doing this just because he's funny. Nathaniel Hackett, Denver. <laughs> Fire. It's pretty quick. It's pretty pretty quick there, Ben. Chill out. Uh, Dan Campbell, Detroit. Keep. Mm, interesting. Brandon Staley, Chargers. Oof. Mm-hmm. Keep. Okay. Uh, Stefanski, Cleveland. Hmm. Yeah, uh, keep. Yeah, give him one more shot with, especially yeah. with uh, Deshaun coming back. Yep. All right. Uh, last two. <clears throat> Matt Lafleur, Green Bay. Keep. So you say you kick kick out Aaron Rodgers on that one? Yeah, Rodgers can go. Give Lafleur another season with the new quarterback. See what he can do, and then go from there. And the last one, Arthur Smith. Is Atlanta anything other than a dumpster fire? You, okay, to be fair. They're actually be, not last in their division. They are not last in their division, and they got a pretty good running offense, rushing offense. How long has he been there? I uh, believe this is year two. Keep. Keep one more Give him one more shot. Yeah, right. I have a hard time firing coaches within three years. Mm. But that was pretty quick, to fi- pretty quick to fire Nathaniel Hackett there, though. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I get it. That one might have that one might have been just a bit of a jab. Oh, okay, I get it. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. It's okay. So, but um, as for as for uh, week thirteen, I mean, if you look at the playoff picture before we jump into week thirteen, look at the playoff picture. I mean, it's looking. I mean, no no big surprises right now. I mean, you got the Chiefs leading in the AFC. They got the one seed. Got the Eagles in the NFC in the one seed. But let's go. Let's let's start with the NFC. You got. Eagles one, Vikings two, Niners three, Bucks four, Cowboys five, Giants six. Ready for number commanders. seven? Commanders. Yes, baby. Commanders. You literally have four NFC East teams in the playoffs. That is insane. Yep. 
If you no, would have well, told me, if, if what else is insane is that the Cowboys are going to be probably the, either the second best or the third best record in the in the NFC, and they're going to have to travel to the NFC South team with a losing record who makes it to the postseason. Yeah. yeah, the Bucks don't look that great. I'm not even worried about the Bucks. I'm not even worried about anybody no. in the NFC South. No. Yeah, Tom Brady isn't the same anymore. No, but ah, that dude Washington Commanders came out of nowhere. Yeah, baby, NFC East. If if somebody would come up to me and said, "Hey, uh, Luis, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, I want you to make a bet, hundred dollar bet on which division is the strongest division in the NFL," I never, what, not even for a second, would have told you the NFC East, because I thought Washington was sure gonna be a dumpster fire. I thought Giants was going to be an experimental thing with you know Daniel Jones and Brian Dable coming in. Um, the only ones I would see having some competition would be the Eagles and Cowboys. Yeah, but nobody but, saw the Eagles this this good. No, no, no. People nah, thought the yeah, Eagles yeah, were going to be good, yeah, yeah. but not this good. Yeah, I would have predicted Cowboys top of the division. You know, maybe not, maybe not a ten and one lead in the division, but definitely maybe I thought they'd yeah. be leading as an eight and three team. Yeah, but this is this is crazy. All right, quick, uh, quickly, uh, let's jump over to the AFC. So you got Chiefs number one, no surprise there. I mean, dude, Pat Mahomes is unreal. Okay, but I still, he stole my vote for MVP. Dolphins at number two, Titans three, Ravens four, Bills five, Bengals six, and guess is number seven. I'm cheating because I'm looking at the standings. J E T S, Jets, Jets. Jets. Who starts at quarterback for that for that uh first playoff game? Oh, you gotta have White in that game, man. There's <laughs> no reason. There is absolutely. You realize that he already has more touchdowns than Zach Wilson this season. The guy has more touchdowns than Zach Wilson, and he did it in like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. He and he's he's second to Joe Flacco, and Flacco has like. Four games on him. Now, 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 it could be. I know everyone's gonna come at me and tweet at me. Oh, it's his first game, and he got lucky. Okay, okay, cool. I got you. As a coach in your second year, with a rough Jets team the first year, you need you need victories. You you're 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 already exceeding expectations. You know, seven and four in the division, in which everyone thought the Bills was just gonna run away with. Right, and all of a sudden you got the yeah. Dolphins in the mix, and then I you're in the mix, right? You've pretty much put yourself in there. You got to go with the hot hand. I mean, look what happened with Washington; they did the same thing with Heineke. Why would you put Why would you put Wentz back in there? Doesn't make any sense, right? You you stick yeah. with a hot hand. Work so with are you rolling? Are, are you rolling with White the rest of the year? I, I absolutely, absolutely, I would roll with White next game, no questions asked. To go to the team, hey, we're gonna go with White next game. Coach's decision, move on. And I think I think the locker room will respond better. I mean, I mean, I get Zach Wilson apologized, but come on now. <laughs> Mike White literally just outplayed you. And you know what the crazy part is? I saw a stat. His last game, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Because his first start, he threw for like 300 yards and three touchdowns. Somehow his jersey got put in the Hall of Fame for, for that. So this isn't his first rodeo. <laughs> now, defenses will figure it out. We'll see what happens, but I'd stick with White. 
And don't, dude, don't sleep on the Bengals. Bengals can sneak up against uh, up on the Ravens on this one, man. They're tied. We're both seven and four. Good. But but the Dolphins really didn't think yeah. the Dolphins would be in first place in that division. Yeah, Wild that'll be guess, fascinating. I really fascinating to see the end of the uh, end of the season. What if, yeah. if the Buffalo, if Buffalo or Miami comes out on top? But yeah, and um, that's also yeah, also your only division they're... right now. The AFC East is the only division of football with that everybody has a positive point differential. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. So and the Bengals and the Bengals just beat, beat a good Titans team too. It's not like they were just playing some you know terrible team. Jets were playing the Bears. Okay, the Bears, the Bears, where a guy tore his oblique. Throwing a football in the rain. Former Bronco, Trevor Simeon. Nice. <laughs> Everything nice. comes back to Denver. I need to stop. <laughs> but yeah. So and then and then the Patriots are uh, Patriots are on the bubble and then Seahawks are on the bubble in the NFC. And yeah. that's my playoff rundown. But <sighs> hey man, anything can happen. Got what yeah. four more four five more weeks left? Four four weeks left? Uh, yeah, I think there's five. Man. See what happens. Tense. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if the Giants fell out of the playoff race and you have the team like the Seahawks jump in. I, th- I could see the Giants falling off. But we'll see. It'll be fun to watch. It will be. Well, that does it for the cleats segment. All right, Ben. Take it away, man. <laughs> All right, that's where we get to the good part of the show. <laughs> excuse you excuse you so i sent you the picture of our setup um for saturday where we had the the michigan ohio state game on one tv and yeah. uh soccer another one uh my son walks in and literally looks at both tvs and goes there's football on that tv and there's soccer on that tv how crazy <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. I, both my kids were napping, and so I was like, "All right, we're going to the basement so I can watch the Germany Spain game on the big screen, mm-hmm. put red zone on the small screen." And then my my youngest woke up, and I was just like, "Great, I don't have a baby gate in the basement. I need to watch both games." <laughs> so I had to move it upstairs. So I went mobile on the phone. But that's funny, man. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so yeah, let's jump into the, the biggest game. Start there. Um, US USA versus England. What were your initial takeaways from that game? This squad deserves the credit. They deserve all the credit because I know we talked about how we should be scared about uh, England's front three, right? With mm-hmm. with Sterling and Zaka on the outside and Harry Kane in the in the middle, the, the nine spot, but. Man, that back line held them in check. They really did. And in the second half, that was all USA. Every yeah, single the biggest, the biggest thing for me was that the the two the battle of the midfields. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the job that Tyler Adams and Eunice Musa did, especially on um, the center mids of England. I mean, I don't know if you if you noticed, but anytime that the ball was turned over, Eunice Musa was in Jude Bellingham's left pocket. Yep. Like in his pocket. Like they did and that was the biggest thing for me that England could not connect from their their back four up to the front three. 
because um, our midfield that Adams and Musa, they got they played the game of their lives. That was so fun to watch. And I and uh, <clears throat> and with that game, Tyler Adams definitely increased his stock. He yeah. he's he's increased his stock. So don't be surprised if in January, when the transfer window opens in Europe, some teams keep calling hey for either a loan, just to, you know, test them out in other teams or. You know, some other clubs are looking for a a, lo- uh, a, a purchase. You know, to, to purchase him. You know, in the summertime, you can start negotiations in January for you know summer transfers as well. But yeah, I, I don't I, see him going anywhere because he just yeah because he just showed up at Leeds. I don't see him going anywhere um, in January. But I could see some big name teams poking around, like mm-hmm. you said, to start looking at a summer transfer to see if what number Leeds is going to look at. But yeah, um, my, my that's been an interesting one. Yeah, my only concern with the U.S. squad is they they played great defensively. They played amazing in that midfield. Where are our goals? It's that it's that most crucial piece that we're still missing in that in that front three. Now, granted, McKinney had a shot on goal that should have gone in, right? But mm-hmm. it, whatever happened happens. You know, Pulisic had a nice shot. And, you know, pick for just it was, it hit the puck crossbar. You know, whether it touched Pickford's hand or not, irrelevant. That was a nice shot. We we still are missing that. That it's okay. Yeah. So it's, We're I was not... talking to somebody at work today, and they mentioned a name, and I'm like, you know what? It's actually not a bad idea. It's times like these where I think about Josie Altador. Now he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't the amazing no he wasn't the amazing nine, but he knew what a nine's supposed to do. Like he had that idea of what a nine's supposed to be doing. You know, you can probably poke you, poke one in the goal, make a good run in there. But we're really missing that striker position, man. It's that's I think that's crucial for us. I mean, because Pulis can come in on the angles, he can come in on the side. You know, Sergino Dennis can send some in the crosses, but we're we're lacking that middle presence. And I feel like you already you had Josh Shar- Sargent in the first game. Um, we got a blanket who started. Uh, Haji, right? Haji, right? You know, and I'm not saying he didn't play bad. He played great, but. Man, like we're missing that goal scoring piece. Yeah, I mean, we're just not creating enough chances. I don't. If if you were to put Harry Kane in as the number nine on on, on the U.S. roster for, if you switch number nines for that England game, I don't know that much changes honestly. Because I don't, from my point of view, it's not the striker position that's causing a lot of issues. It's we're not creating enough chances for the striker to get on the end of it. Um. Now that that being said, having a de- definitive goal scorer could it change things? Maybe. I liked what Haji Wright did in the England game, um, but mm-hmm. we just got to find a way to get more shots on net, more one twos in the um, in the eighteen, and, and get just fire some shots, man. Just get something on net. Just not creating enough chances. I think we're like the bottom uh, bottom five teams, something like that, as far as um, chances created. So. That's the biggest thing. We've got to figure out mm-hmm. how to create more chances. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's gonna be cr- they, they're gonna they're gonna need it for Iran on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So, and I also get to give credit where credits due. I was hard on Burhalter coming out of that first game because I thought he was out coached in the second half. Uh, he Burhalter he Burhalter out coached Southgate on Friday mm-hmm. for my money. Mm-hmm. I, th- mm-hmm. I thought he put 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 the right guys in the right position. Um. So, kudos to him. What changes do you make for tomorrow's game? Don't touch the midfield. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't touch the midfield. Your midfield balled out. Now, the question would be, how are their legs? Can the legs handle it? Mm-hmm. I'd say you keep the midfield at it. You keep the midfield the way it is. Don't switch it up. I like the I like the back four lineup. Um, I was curious as to why he brought in Morris and not DeAndre Yedlin uh, for that sub for Sergino Dunst. But I would still stay with your starting eleven. Uh, your obviously your striker position can be flip flop, and you can put um, you can put Sargent back in there at the nine spot. But I thought um, I'm gonna turn the link again. Um, your boy <laughs> started for Haji, right? Started for against England. Haji, right? Thank you. Haji. Um, Haji. Yeah, I think he could still you know, he could still make a good case for starting on 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 Tuesday against Iran. I, so I wouldn't change the lineup. At all, if anything, I mean, if you're going to change anything, that nine spot you could flip, you know, because you know, just to give another one another look. But you you can't mess that midfield up, man. That midfield balled out. They knew exactly where to play. They knew how to play against England. And if you take that against a team like Iran, I wouldn't be surprised if you can put a couple up on them just by causing turnover, creating turnovers in the in the box, having a couple of good runs, you know, sending a ball up front, um, you know, to Pulisic, maybe Pulisic coming in from the wing. But I I wouldn't change that lineup one bit. Now, I'm curious because it, it's kind of the same argument I had with England because, you know, go back to the, the subs with England. Every, everyone's, you know, getting on Southgate. Well, where's where was um, Foden? Where was all these guys? The problem is, the, the thing is, like, you have you have a starting 11 that's legit good, and then you have a backup 11 that's, that are legit starters anywhere else. So it's like, mm-hmm. how do you pick? Like, who do you take out? Yeah. And I think, that's the, I think that's the problem we have right now with, like, Gio Reyna, the whole Gio Reyna drama. Who knows what's going on with with Berhalter and Reyna? I, I I think there's a lot of he said she said and who what. The only people that know about it are Gio Reyna and Berhalter. So I think for us to speculate as to what's happening is relevant. But I think getting him in there and getting into more minutes could make a change of pace, help with a change of pace. I like Aronson coming off the bench. Keep that up. Don't don't put him as a starter. Keep that up. That brings the energy, changes the tempo a little bit, and helps him out. Yeah, see, I, I disagree with you a little bit there. I I wouldn't make wholesale changes for tomorrow, but I think it's, if you're Berhalter, you've got to either gamble whether Iran's going to try to sit back and pack the box and just go for a tie, or if you think they're going to try to push and play like they did against Wales. If you think they're going to sit back and just say, okay, you have possession, break us down, I start Gio Reyna on the right instead of Timothy Weah. I start Ferreira up top in the number nine, and I start Aronson in the middle instead of Weston McKinney. Hmm. Interesting. So, McKinney, I love McKinney to death, but he has the the penchant for just kind of checking out at times. He'll have games where you look at like you can't find him. He's not. He's not on the ball. He's not. He's not in. And I don't think that would happen at the World Cup. But after a game like like the England game, especially knowing that he's coming back from injury. He might be a guy you bring off the bench against Iran, let Aronson start, give Aronson 70 minutes, use his energy, his high press. Um, I like the idea of Reyna up um, at the right wing. Uh, You don't necessarily need the speed. You're not going to be countering against Iran. You're going to have a majority of the possession. Let Reyna's technical ability unlock some of those um, chances in the opposing 18. Um, but that's that's what I would look at. I keep the back four the same. Keep Adams and, and Musa in the middle. Um, but put Aronson at that number ten. Reyna right wing and Jesus Ferreira. Um, that's kind of a false nine. Would you would you keep Pulisic on the left side? Yeah. 
Yep. What if, what about what about moving? Okay, crazy idea, crazy idea. But what about moving Pulisic to a false nine? That's just tactically so different than I think anything they've worked on. I think it's one of those things everybody looks at and goes, okay, if I'm playing FIFA, I want my top 11 highest ranked players on the field, right? But (laughs) in reality, you've got Berhalter's worked his systems, right? He wants his nines to do special, to do specific things. So I think you keep, you keep one of your nines in that number nine role. You keep guys in the position they've been practicing. Um, mm-hmm. that's why I also like the idea. I don't like the idea of putting way in, uh, way in at that number false number nine, just cause I, I feel like Burrowholder's got everybody with their responsibilities and their positions, um, and putting somebody in a different position just throws everything off. Gotcha. Gotcha. So my two cents at least, but whatever happens, I couldn't be more excited for tomorrow's game. I will be glued to the TV for two hours. From two to two yeah. to four PM tomorrow. I'm gonna have to catch it on the phone, man. Mm. Yeah, it's okay. Couldn't, couldn't get out early. Well, no, I have to. No, just some stuff's going on. I gotta pick up the kids okay. or whatever. But um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's one of those things. But uh, don't worry, I'll be I'll be listening to the game, listening to the game. So my kid good. wants to listen to Baby Shark in the car. She can uh, she can listen to her iPhone. I'll let her borrow another phone. <laughs> like we got serious <laughs> stuff here to listen to, kid. Yeah. So, but um, um, yeah, so I, I, looking, I'm pretty excited for him. Good, good. All right. So switching gears a little bit, looking back at this past week, what other big games caught your eye um, over last week? Oh, dude, Argentina Mexico was such a good game. Yeah, it lived up to the, in my opinion, it lived up to my hype. I my expectations. Chippy, aggressive. You know, mm-hmm. just that clawing back and forth uh, between them, and. Um, it, it it was it was it was exciting and painful to watch, and here's why. I love I love Messi's game. I respect Messi's game, and I love Memo Ochoa's game. Man, mm-hmm. cannot but but seeing Messi score on Memo Ochoa, it's one of those just like, oh man, do I celebrate or do I not celebrate? Because you respect both of them, they're so good. But it was just a great game. You know, Messi's Messi's goal was nice, and um. Dude, so quick to receive it on the right foot, switch it to his left, and, and rocket it yeah. from about 20, 22 yards out was crazy. And like that's a save that you would think, like, hey, a goal, any goalkeeper should be able to save that. Not when you got the power of Messi's no. left foot, man. That, that, guy, that guy can rocket a ball. Even though it looked you know, like it was a soft hit because it was so low, dude, don't underestimate those shots, man. But yeah. I thought that was that was an exciting game to watch. Um, I did catch a little bit this morning. Uh, I, mean, I was at work, so I can only catch so much of it. But the uh, South Korea Ghana game was insane. That was wild. That was a wild finish. But that was pretty good. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, between for, that and Cameroon Serbia, you know, three Cameroon Serbia was three three, mm-hmm. and then South Korea and Ghana was three two. It was a goal fest today. Yeah, everything in the morning. <laughs> so many so goals. I thought those were good. Yeah, yeah right. But I know, right? I'm sitting here like. But yeah, um, yeah. So for I, me, I it was everybody the, in Group E the... watching. Oh, watching the, oh Spain. dude, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Spain toasted Costa Rica. Japan that... upset a Germany. Then Costa Rica upset Japan, and that Spain Germany game was also just fun to watch. So across the board, yeah. oh, that was dude, that was a fun name? group. 
the the right winger. Oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. I was talking about him earlier. Um, plays he plays for Lipsing. Dude, that dude, that dude, uh, Dago. Who? Dago, which team? Dago, not Dago. Though, I'm thinking Dago. No, for Spain. Um, my gosh, I have to look it up now. Hang on. Dude, that dude balled out, man. I thought I think he's so good. Uh, Ferran, uh, Ferran Torres? Not Ferran Torres. I know Ferran Torres. Where's he at? No. Donnie Olmo. He's the oh, left winger. Left left wing. Donnie Olmo? Yeah. Left wing, yeah. Uh, dude, he's good. Yeah. He's, he scored, he's fun he to scored, watch. He scored the... Yeah, he scored the opening game in um he scored the opening goal, sorry, against uh Costa Rica during that blowout loss. But um what what I what I love about Spain is when you think of Spain, you think of that roster, that team they had in 08, 10, and twelve where they went Euro, World Cup, Euro championships. <laughs> and you know, and they won it because they had such an amazing midfield with Xavi and Yesta. Um and so those guys retire, and I feel like they have never left, if you get my drift, because they got Javi in the middle playing just like it was as Charlie Hernandez was playing there, and Pedri as well, dude. Those two are, those yep. two are just it, – yeah, it's I like saw, looking at Iniesta and Xavi. Yeah, I saw a tweet or something. Somebody was speaking of, like, playing FIFA. Um, some a joke about Spain saying, "Yeah, we we created the two best midfielders of all time, and then when they retired, we just regenerated them." Yeah, it literally it's true because they play. Dude, I was I felt like I was watching them. I feel I felt like I was watching, uh, you know, the 2010 squad and the 2012 squad with 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 uh, when Xavi just running that midfield with mm-hmm. uh, Del Bosque's um, tiki taka style of soccer. You know, excuse me, football playing, <laughs> but um. <laughs> No, but I think Spain Spain played a great game. Um, they have a really good roster. A young dude, they had a young roster too. Um, you know, Javi is only eighteen years old. That kid, yeah. that kid is ball and 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 uh, yeah. Benedict's twenty. Benedict's twenty. Yeah, yeah you're, these guys are going to be playing for years, man. So yeah. it's going to be fun to watch Spain play for the next you know ten years. It's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, who knows if they'll repeat the, the same thing that uh, the old dynasty did, and you know, between two thousand eight two thousand twelve. But they're gonna be a fun team to watch, and I, I'm, I'm to the, after this World Cup, I'm gonna already be looking forward to the Euros, man, just to see yeah. this squad play again. But I yeah. thought that was an interesting game. That was a great game. Yeah, I tell you what, man. Looking ahead to this coming week, we've got the mm-hmm. next four days with all sorts of intrigue. Three three teams right mm-hmm. now that are already in, but that's it. You have Brazil. Um, who is it? Brazil, Portugal. Um, and who am I missing? Who's already in? Um, oh my god, I I just saw the graphic too on uh online. Portugal. This is France. Portugal, France, and, and France, and France. Brazil. That's right. France won yeah. two games. Yeah. That was those no surprises the there. Right? We, no, yeah, no, no surprises. surprises there. So. Um, as far as tomorrow goes, you got Ecuador, Senegal. Either team wins, they they advance. USA, Iran, obviously. Um, that's those are your two kind of defining games tomorrow. Wednesday, you got Australia versus Denmark. Um, both teams could potentially advance. Um, and then 
all of Group C. God, there's a couple groups here that are just wide I, open. I love Group C and Group E. Those are like the besides yeah. the USA group with England. Those two are the most exciting groups to watch right now. I've had I've, yeah. they've they've produced pretty good games. Yep. And so so, uh, so as much far intrigue. As group C. Yeah. As for Group C. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for Mexico. I really I really want Mexico to move on, man. I really want <laughs> to see Mexico and Argentina move on, but but I feel like Tata Mart uh, Tata Martinez kind of set himself up there. You know, with the, with I mean, yeah. especially with the decision to start Andres Guardado as a, yeah. as a as your ten. You know, and you know I understand he's playing La Liga with Real Betis and 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 whatnot, but I don't I don't know how many minutes he's getting over there and. He just did not look right in that game. Yeah, that so, one was curious. Um, but it, they're gonna need a miracle for that one. I mean, Ecuador, Senegal. Uh, I'm I'm cool with either one of them. I think it'd be nice to see Ecuador just to see um, Valencia increase his uh, goal tally. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah. But um, I can definitely see Poland, Argentina, uh, moving on in Group C. Uh, as for yep. Group D, um. I can see you got Australia versus Denmark. Ooh. Yeah. So Australia with a tie and a France result gets through, I think. Denmark needs a win and they're in. Yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Australia. You think Australia's gonna get the result? I think Australia will get the result. Mm-hmm. All right. I like that. Yeah. Denmark's been a dark horse for a lot of people. If Denmark doesn't make it through, yeah, I, I, that would be I, a crazy I, one. I want to root for Denmark, but... Hey, you're not going to root for your boy Christian Eriksen. Uh, come on, come on. Why you got to go that far, man? Come on. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I'm rooting for some United guys, okay? I was hoping Harry Maguire would score a goal so I can stop hating him, but, you know, he... Like, not so dribbled. much. Hey, according to whatever you sent me, he was the highest rated player for England on Friday. I so. know. Isn't that crazy? So much hate we give this guy. It's because he's low key uh, Ben's favorite player, FYI, guys. Right, right. Yeah. It's, every time I step on the field, I try to be like okay. Harry Maguire. I bet you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably wear his jersey number, don't you? Number not five. supposed to tell anybody that. No, I'm number. I'm, I wear. Sorry. I wear number six, buddy. Oh, you know what's funny? He wears number six for the England squad. Hey. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it bothers me that he, he wears my number. I knew you would take after your idol, Ben. Oh man! All right, Group E. I'm gonna say Spain advances, and who? Germany. Germany plays uh, Costa Rica, right? Mm-hmm. Ah. <sighs> Uh, I don't think Costa Rica has a shot against Germany. I'm gonna yeah, say yeah, Germany. I think, Spain, I think Spain and Germany both get what they need. Yeah, Spain will win the group. Germany will go go in second place. Yeah. Group F. Oof. Yeah, Belgium, Croatia. No one predicted Belgium to lose to Morocco. Yeah. So Bel- Belgium against Croatia to finish that out. That's going to be a fascinating final game. Okay, you ready for this? Croatia beats Belgium. Morocco beats Canada. Croatia, Morocco move on. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. Balls. 
I think Canada shows up with some I did, fight, I, but I see. I think Croatia beats Belgium, and then from there it doesn't really matter what happens in the Morocco Canada game. No, no, because if they beat Belgium, Morocco can lose actually, and they still yeah. move yep. on because they have four points. Um, I think De Bruyne said it perfectly. They're too old. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, and they're so, no, they were I, so heavily relying on on Lukaku up front that without Lukaku yeah, starting, they don't have any. Came. Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, let's see here, Group H. I'm I'm kind of bummed Uruguay is not making as much noise. Actually, I kind of I'm kind of bummed because I, I, I you know like rooting for these uh you know you know South American teams as well, but um. Nothing better than see Dar, Dar what's his name Nunez who you know Darwin ditched Nunez. United to go to Liverpool yeah ditched you know ditched us to go to Liverpool and now nah, I'm teasing um not a shock that Portugal's you know on top of the group I see them winning out uh, although I don't think they're as a strong team as everyone thinks they are Ghana almost tied them Ghana gave them a heck of a game. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so don't take any credit away from Ghana. They played they played great that game. And if it wasn't for a little bit of a slip and slide in that last minute, that would have been a 3-3 game. And if you noticed, when Ronaldo got subbed off, Portugal played much better. <laughs> okay, call what you want. Ronaldo, hater, whatever, cool. They played much better when Ronaldo's off. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see who, uh, who he starts for Portugal in that final game, if you give us guys some rest, um, rotates rotates the squad a little bit. If they want a shot th- in the in the knockout rounds, they need a bench Ronaldo. Yeah, let him rest. <laughs> that's not going to happen. No, because then he'll throw a fit. He'll cry. He'll throw his captain's armband on the field and walk away to his one hundred fifty million dollar bank account and yeah. driving a you Bugatti. See that, and- that- that three-year, two hundred twenty-five million dollars contract he had from the Saudis, dude, that is insane. Yeah, God, that is insane. And here's my thing, dude, go, just go. I don't care where you go, just go. Like I, I you know, the whole like Messi Ronaldo debate right now. Like Messi, I, I, Messi's clearly like, I'm more of a fan favorite of Messi now than I am Ronaldo. I was a big Ronaldo fan because you know he's you know always United and he was great when he went to Madrid and. um Playing mm-hmm. Juventus, but like, I don't. I feel like his ego has just gotten way too big, and he just he's just a super villain now. And yeah, I don't well, like pers- it. I, yeah, personality wise, Messi was much better suited to the twilight of his career than Ronaldo yeah. is. Yeah, but I see, uh, I see Portugal winning that group, and then South Korea has. South Korea is playing Portugal. South Korea, Portugal. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yo, I'm liking Ghana's chances moving on here. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ghana's going to beat Uruguay. They beat Uruguay. That's three points. That'll take them to six. It don't matter yeah, what Ghana- South Korea does. So, yeah, Ghana or Uruguay is going to be – that's going to be a good game to watch. You figure Portugal is going to at yeah. least press for a result, so they secure the top seed in that group, which means South Korea is out. Yeah, whoever because w- if they're the top, yeah, because if they're the top seed, they play second place of Group G, right? Yeah, the last thing they want to do is play Brazil. 
should they? But no. Yeah. No? You want to say? <laughs> Brazil looked good today, man. Right. Brazil looked good. Do I want to play Brazil or right. do I want to play some combination of Switzerland, Cameroon, or Serbia? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with option B. Option B. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, all right. So, those, those, are my, those are my picks, man. So, yeah. We'll see what happens, man. I tell you what, though. This is going to be – I don't know how many – I don't know how many get worked on this week, man. Jeez, so much good soccer going on. So much good football going so, on. Speaking of predictions, to wrap so, this up, what's your prediction for tomorrow's game? Uh, USA wins 3 zippy. Ooh, you need to put three Stay goals in. Three zippy. Three zippy. I I think you see a repeat of um was it twenty ten? Few a few years ago the US was in the same position, two draws, they needed a win, and they got that final goal to win it in like the ninetieth minute. I think you see something at the death last Landon ten minutes Donovan. of the game. Yeah, that's something that, yes. Yeah, that's it. Um I think you see something at the very the very end of the game where they sneak in and make it a one nothing victory. Like they've got total possession, total domination, but just can't find the back of the net. So I think one nothing. Oh, one nothing US. One nothing. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens. Now, before we All go right. now, you said that was a great finish, right? The Landon Donovan two thousand ten World Cup. What was mm-hmm. better? That one or the um Watford uh what was it? Watford, I believe it was um Oh, I'm drawing a blank. The finale of the FA Cup final, where the uh, the penalty was missed, and then they countered and scored in like the ninety, it was like ninety fourth minute, and the in the uh, Championship League of the uh, EPL. You remember that? No, I got I've got nothing there, so oh, I'll have to go man. with the Algeria, the USA Algeria game. Okay, I gotta find it for you. <laughs> you gotta check that, dude. I saw that video the other day. I was like, oh my. God, that's probably one of the best finales I've ever seen. Period. And it was in a it was in a championship league, which is if for those of you that aren't familiar, the EPL is the top Premier League in, in in England. Then below that you have the championship. Then you have the second tier, uh, EPL two, uh, levels. So um, uh, I'll be posting that on our Twitter account. So yes, speaking of Twitter account, uh, for, give us a follow at Cleats Boots. On Twitter, uh, we are live. Um, we'll be posting on there updates regarding our podcast. Uh, I want to thank you to our audience for giving us another listen. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, and uh, but yeah, for- yeah, excited for what this next week holds. Go USA! And uh, next time we chat, hopefully it's after the round of sixteen victory. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we might have to do like a special like round of sixteen chat breakdown. They win now. tomorrow. Let's do a uh, let's do a a round of 16 preview. Let's do it, man. I'm down. So down. I'm love. I'm having so much fun with this podcast. Yeah. So. This has been a blast. All right. Thanks everybody. All right, you guys. Sure have to, a good uh, one. Follow us. All right. Have a good night.